All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's better help H E L P. 404 in the capital city. Welcome back. Jason Strudwick is my name. I'm hosting, uh, well, yesterday. If you missed it, you missed out. I'm not going to lie. And today, bring you home uh, till the end of the show. It's next Monday will be a return of Sir Jason Greger. The Greger Show is presented by PlayAlberta.ca, live on Sports 1440 in Older's Nation, YouTube, and Facebook. And thanks for looking at me, everybody. I know you're digging it. Lots of texts coming in here, and this oh, there's two I want to get to, but let's bring in our, our next guest, and uh, he's going to hang out for a while. For In the Room, it's Next Gen Transportation. Congrats to Devo on making the National Bobsled Team. Good luck at your World Cup events this month. A great success story from nextgentransportation.com. Bring in Wanye. Wanye, nice to have you be a part of the show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. I was just up the street at Bubba Gump Shrimp having a three shrimp sizzler oh, platter and thought I'd pop by. Delicious. Wonderful. So I love that place. Love Bubba Gump. They're very good. Yeah, you can broil them, you can bake them, you can, you know, like all those things. If you know a better Tom Hanks themed restaurant, I'd love to know. <laughs> I'd love to know what it is because for me, it's Bubba Gump. So previous to your arrival, I got into the situation where I feel that the Kelsey brothers are not a very attractive. So two texts I want to get to. One is from Spaghetti. I don't think that's his real name. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are both extremely average, perfect for each other. Then this other person, known as my wife, texted me and said, you are nuts. Travis Kelsey is very attractive. Um, not only attractive, Travis Kelsey is also attractive. You can't dispute it. The Travis is ruggedly. He's a man's man who just dresses poorly. And so I'm thinking, does my wife think I look like Jason? Like, is that how she evaluates attractiveness? Is me, like, does she have me in the same spot as him? Do you really want to poke holes in what your wife finds attractive? Because at one point uh, it was you. Well, that's what I'm saying. But now is that like, but she's into a man. I think I'd consider myself more on the 
man's man area. I would say that's a fair c- statement. Compared to Henrik Lundqvist, who's a little bit more, it's a, it's a more demure look mm-hmm. of attractiveness. Sure. But maybe she has me in the same group. I, I don't know. I don't, what is your stance on the Kelsey brothers? Are they, are they not attractive? Well, first of all, I would say you're Edmonton's Henrik Lundqvist. <laughs> so let's just get that right off yeah, the thank bat. You. Yeah. Thank you. I Feels think it's good. your cup of tea, right? I mean, everybody finds there's somebody for everybody. Right. You ever see a right. couple walking down the mall and their hair's both dyed the same shade of bright blue and you go, you know what? There's someone for everyone out there. You know? <laughs> there is. And that's a good thing. We all yeah. need to find love. Exactly. But I don't know about this. And then this, this texter spaghetti again, I don't think is his real name. He says, that Travis Swift is average. I think she's, but the problem with her, I think she's attractive. The problem is, I still think of her as a sixteen-year-old girl. Well, she's young. As a landmine. Well, yeah. Well, not in here. that way, not in a creepy way, but in no, the no, way. No, no, no. I know what you're she's, saying. She's just like she's always been that young girl that's singing. Like Britney Spears, same thing. Yeah. I feel like I know Britney's now. She's got to be like thirty-five or forty, doesn't she? Oh, Britney. Oh yeah, she's Maybe pushing older over than forty for sure. But Taylor Crazy. Swift, I mean, she's brought a lot of people into the game. I think it makes football fans livid. That there's new people watching football that aren't there necessarily for the same reasons they were. But I think no, it's good for the game. Bring in the Swifties. The it's good for the game. Britney Spears, according to Connor, he's a huge fan. Is how old Connor? She's a uh, 42. I didn't know you're that big of a fan. Huge fan. Yeah. That whole era. Underrated. Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera. And Sync, Backstreet Boys, Mandy Moore, JoJo. JoJo. Remember JoJo? It's about you. I was on a roll, Connor. That's Edmonton's <laughs> Henrik Lundqvist, I was going to say, like, I'm not the main character. Why'd you ask me then? No, I do. I Do, do you want like me to talk about mid-2000s pop stars or not? I you know, do. I, I never liked the way she said her, 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 her uh, Christina Aguilera. I never liked I know that's how you pronounce it. But I just didn't like it for some reason. Overemphasizing. Taylor Swift hasn't done that. No, well. Do you consider yourself a Swifty, Struts? Uh, I do. I do like her songs. Yeah. yeah. Do you? Yeah. I, I wouldn't say a Swifty per se. Like, I'm... I'd, I, but I do like her. I, my daughter, she went to see the movie. I didn't want to go. It was three hours. That's a long. It's a, lot, it's a big commitment. It's a lot of Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen the Bieber movie? Never no. Say Never? No. You want to talk about pop star movies? Bieber, Never really? Stay Never? Peak. Should I go see it? Really? it Why? Well, you got to get a DVD machine. Oh, it's, it's going back. It's going back. He's about eight in the movie, but it's a good introduction to yeah. Justin Bieber. Well, that guy feels like he's been around forever. He was. You see him All-Star Weekend. He's still crooning. He's yeah. doing good. Yeah. Doing yeah. well. Good looking guy. Love Biebs. Good look, yeah. I think I've grown to like him. Any thoughts on that, Connor? You want to chime in about yourself? <laughs> no. No. Um, so, Wani, it's great to have you in studio. I'm Jason Strudwick, just after four. And I, I want to talk about something. It's, it's been bothering me for a while. I text you a number of times. Me? You never text me back. Now, have you changed your number? What happened? Like, this what, is, what year was this? This, this was... <laughs> We haven't. When's the last time we've seen each other? It's probably been the, five before years. the thing. Yeah, five or six years, yeah, probably. Yeah, but I feel like it was around that time. You never text me back. I so, assure you, I would always text back Edmonton's Henrik Lundqvist. That's what, what am I, an idiot? <laughs> Get a Jason Strudwick text. I don't reply. What am I? Okay. Phones were made for yeah. moments I, like this. I got to make a call to take you off the the no no call list. No, no. I, <laughs> there was a period about 2018 where I did change my phone number. I got a new provider. Oh, and everyone you? thought I was dead. Yeah, that was it. And they're that like, are you one. dead? I've been texting you. I'm like, how does a man go from provider with a B to provider with an R? No one's paying us to say their names <laughs> and not have everyone think you're dead. I apologize, sir. <laughs> I would no, never not. Okay, now I know. Now I know it, so I feel better. And I'm yeah. going to 
re-engage in our conversation. That'd be fantastic news. Well, look at us here. We yeah, went, this is great. These are two Holy Cross alumni, <laughs> and we have just climbed to the top of the ladder. We can't be stopped. Can't be stopped. No. Thanks. I remember I was in grade one, and you were on my bus, and you were in grade like seven or eight or whatever it would have been. And we even on the then, same bus? Yeah. Everybody knew the Strudwick was, was on the bus. Was that you? No, no, you were wondering. You were no. way at the back. I was at the front with the driver. <laughs> I was a little guy, so I was probably working the brakes and the gas for him, right? Helping. But we knew. And look at us now. We can't be stopped. <laughs> at the front. Front of the bus. That's yeah. crazy. I knew we went to the same school. I knew we were on the same bus. I think we were. I remember. I believe it. I yeah. believe it, man. That's I mean, crazy. much younger, of course, everybody. Much, much younger. <laughs> I mean, it was a K-12 to school. It was a one-room schoolhouse <laughs> out in the country. We were in a horse-drawn carriage. Yeah, yeah, it was good times. Well, let's talk about the orders. I mean, they've won 16. All right, let's move on. Like, really? How do you sit here and talk to Jason Strutter on the radio about a 16-game win crazy. streak? I must be in a coma. This is a so, dream. So let me ask you this. If you had to voice a concern about the team, do you have one? Like, what's your... No, not do you have one. What would be your concern for this? Let's call it the second half of the season. I'm not of the mind that if you... It's not all or nothing with me. Like, if you don't win the Stanley Cup, I don't view the season as having been a waste. Okay. You're not all in or bust? What no. What do you say is cover no. bust? I think... Well, I'd like to say I'm cover bust, but realistically, yeah. if the Oilers go to the conference finals, I consider this to be a wonderful year. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they're able to pull themselves out of Mariana's Trench down with San Jose at the bottom of the ocean... All it took was an eight-game heater and a 16-game heater. We're back on top. The only reason I know Mariana's Trench is because of... Uh, the band? Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> it's the bottom of the ocean. That's crazy. Crazy. But I don't know. Like I, I look at the team now, and I mean, they're a pretty good team, man. 16-game win streak notwithstanding. Remember when Columbus did it? Yeah. Gagne was on there. I don't even remember that team being specifically that good. They so weren't that good. How, I'm not going to say well. anyone can win 16 games in a row, but it's tricky. So you don't have a, so if I just say you have, there's one area, you don't have one. Cause I, I think I've identified mine. Mine is the middle six forwards. I think I worry about the depth a little bit. I'd rather have too much than not enough. And this has been very picky. It's not that I'm saying that Kane or, um, McLeod or now, you know, Holloway or, um, any of those guys are playing poorly. It's just that I want to have another guy in there for depth reasons. So that'd be my concern. That, 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 that group. I think it's valid, but I also sometimes I've been thinking about like, would we recognize a championship season before it was over? Like, would we, or would we complain until the third period of the final game? Yeah, and point. in their final, then we'd say, look, he didn't even try to get the empty netter. And then the cups being raised and people are saying they won't be able to do it next year. Like, I don't want to be that guy. Right. I want to enjoy myself. The Oilers just found a way to win 16 games in a row. Like, as far as I'm concerned, they're the greatest team in modern history. Yeah, I I saw a quote one time and someone said like, you know, the problem with the golden years, you don't recognize them that they are until you're well past. And this does feel like a nice, a nice group. And if they're, they're likable, things are falling into place. And I, and I said it when they went as I'm Jason Stradwick Wanye here with uh, you on sports 1440. I said it when, when, when they started off so poorly. I said, there's a great story to be written here and to dig out of this. And they were in a real dumpster fire and they've pulled themselves out. And I think that that story to be written and they're, they're battle hardened because that kind of adversity, I couldn't imagine. I, I played on when the Oilers were struggling and I couldn't sleep when we were losing and we weren't a good team. I couldn't imagine being a, a good team or what's supposed to be a good team and losing. Can you imagine the stress? You, or you, I would be feeling, I'm sure most players would be feeling that moment. It's hard to say, like, a guy like Connor seems to be so driven that I almost feel like he's kind of impervious to what's going on. He looks the same <laughs> grumpy when they lost eight in a row as when they yeah. won 16 in a row. He yeah. doesn't seem to move the needle too much. But I think for the mortals on the team, 
it's got to be just like you can't even believe how bad things are unraveling for that stretch. Like things were going so fast, and then to lose your coach like that, I think is a is a real wake up call for the team. Crazy. And you look at it, you know, you're sitting on that bench, and you know there were some games they probably should have won, and they lost. Yeah. And you're just like, what is going on? We 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 shouldn't be losing like this. Like even if you're 500, at least you're like, okay. But the way they started was incredible. Now to come out the other way, and I I just I hope that you know they they feel. They feel they've accomplished what they need to to get kind of back into a playoff spot, but now keep pushing forward. Um, how important is you for the streak to continue and, and, and tie or exceed 17? I think it's going to be hard. Like, are there going to be a big hangover after the streak? Eventually, aren't going to win every single game right. for the end of time, right? So, where can we minimize that hangover? I'm more worried about the five games after the streak ends. Like, yeah. if all of a sudden they're 0 and 5 and they can't believe their luck. I mean, I just finished watching the documentary about um, Barry Sanders. Yo, really? Yeah. yeah. And that's right. Have you seen that one? I have no. I love Barry. Super interesting. I didn't really know his story about how he didn't want records. And really? he was on the verge of the rushing record and he pulled himself out of the game. Why? Because he didn't want to beat Thurman Thomas. I believe it was Thomas. Um, he didn't want to beat him. And they asked him afterwards, like, how come you didn't play an additional season or two and have the all-time rushing record? Didn't matter for him. He knew he was the best and he didn't need to prove it to anybody. That's an interesting really? thing, right? Like, if you're that good when you're in the dumps like the team was yeah. there, do you just have an innate confidence to you that you're going to rise up? Or, or are you, uh-huh. now you're going to put get ahead of yourself because you've won 16 in a row? It's an interesting psychology. Well, it's interesting. I was thinking about Alex Ovechkin today. And, you know, he is obviously... I think we can agree he's one of the two greatest scorers of all time. Sure. And, you know, whether or not he gets that record, that statement's true. But his journey now to get that Wayne Gretzky's goal total is going to be hard. Yeah. I don't see him rebounding. And and the problem is the players around him. You, you don't have Nicky. I love how he called Nick Backstrom Nicky all yeah. the time. Nicky. I got to get Nicky. And, and it's going to be really hard. So you don't have your running mate. You're slowing down. Injuries are starting to creep in a little bit. And their team is floundering. The power play isn't what it once was. Like this could be like a death march to to try to get that. And I, I do think he plays it out. But it you know does it take a little bit of the the joy out of it for him? I wonder. I didn't think I would ever see that Gretzky record. Fall. Me neither, man. Me neither. Like I'm when you actually look at it, it's incredible that didn't he have two seasons off basically with the strike? Yeah. What? Yeah. Like that yeah. means has he played the full career? He would have yeah. done it already. Like that's beyond insane. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. crazy. So do you have to play to be 44 to get the job done? Sure. Yeah. I mean, Yager's what, 53? He's still grinding it out, right? Ovi will probably so. play until he's 44, 45. To get that, to get that record. I, I just, it's, it, and, you know, it's for the Capitals, they're kind of held hostage a little bit to this record. To their legacy and, almost. Yeah, right? and, and that, and I'm not, this is not a criticism of Ovi at all because yeah. you have a national treasure like that or a hockey treasure. You play that out as long as you can. But when that drops, and that shoe falls off, this team is going to implode, right? Because you're going to try to keep propping them up, trying to prop it up to get it done. I was watching a little bit of All-Star stuff. Do you remember when Ovi and Sid were showing up at the first All-Star game? They had like the puka shell necklaces on, the tinted visors. Yeah, It looks like a 100 years ago now when you're watching the footage. Like that to me seems like a moment ago. (laughs) Those guys, those guys were, yeah, they're, they're, well, they're not old, but they're, ancient in hockey terms, right? And for Sid to be doing what he's doing, it's just incredible. All right, we got uh, Wandy in studio. I'm Jason Strudwick. We got lots to come today, including uh, Craig Button up next here to uh, break down the work goings on. Then five questions. Mark Spector, Sam Rosen, just one of the great all-time callers of all time. 
And then Wanya's World. What is Wanya's World? We're giving away some... Uh... We give away a little Oodle Noodle. I do a little rant. Usually I tell the Oilers how wonderful they are. I tell a little okay. joke. Something like that. What do we have to... What do people have to do for the free Oodle Noodle? Positive Friday. Okay. So they got to text in something real nice okay. and positive about how wonderful everything's going. We did this when we were losing. We do this when we're winning. Yeah. We do this when we think the Kelsey brothers are hot. We think yeah, if no, they're, they're gross. You we busted. Can, yeah. I, I'll tell you, I go to Noodle quite often. I always get ginger beef oh. and the... Um, the bread, not the ginger, not what's it, not the bread, uh, green loaf, green onion, cakes, green onion green cakes. Onion. Oh, yeah. Same thing every time. Oh, same thing. Thank you Twilliger. for your patronage. So good. Twilliger. So good, yeah. It's right Twilliger. beside the Tim Hortons drive thru. Yeah. You go straight for noodles, turn left for Tim's. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly Don't it. Don't ever make the mistake. That's exactly And then beers. Right uh, behind just, you. Yeah, right yeah. behind me. Everything you need. That's pretty much life right now. All right. Uh, let's duck out of here really quick when we come back. Craig Button, NHL and TSN. We're talking about the trades, the firings, and more. Next on. The Jason Greger Show brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca, live on Sports 1440 and Oilers Nation YouTube and Facebook. 423, welcome back to the Jason Greger Show. My name is Jason Strudwick. The Greger Show is presented by PlayAlberta.ca, live on Sportsnet 1440, Oilers Nation YouTube and Facebook. Thanks for joining us today. It's myself, Wanye. We've, we've bridged the gap of our whole texting fiasco. And, and an elementary school. And elementary school, yeah, we're on the same bus. A good and a bad, and they evened out, right? <laughs> exactly. Good in exactly. junior high, not so exactly. good as an adult. Fair point. We, yep. we, everyone has, every relationship has reps and downs. Yep. Just like our next guest, who's having a pretty good life right now, let's welcome for Around the NHL, McDonald's, brought to you by McDonald's. It's been 10 long years since the McRib was available on Canadian menus, back when nobody could stop singing, let it go. And everyone's addicted to playing Flappy Bird. Try the McRib today before it's gone. Let's bring in our old uh, Maymay man and good old friend, Craig Button from NHL and TSN. Butts, how are you doing today, sir? I'm good. You're Cabo, uh, having a little bit of uh, R&R during uh, the 10 days of All-Star break. Well, des- and, well deserved. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah. Good to hear your voice, Jason. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. And I'm wondering, what yeah. SPF does Craig Button rock when he's poolside? Uh, you know what? I was listening to some podcasts. I'll tell you, I was listening to the Jocks and Jills podcast with Tessa Bonham and Julia Tajeri. Oh, yeah. Trying to just, you know, they're trying to give a, a, a real push uh, for, uh, uh, you know, the PWHL and, you know, jumped on board. So I'm, you know, just trying to hear what they have to offer. You know, the league has taken off. I mean, the three-on-three Thursday night in Toronto at the All-Star event was unbelievable, 16,000-plus up and cheering. So, you know, just trying to give that on the beach. You know, I, I want something lively. I don't. I don't need something. You know, uh, you know, keeping me in a in a nap state. I, I want something lively. And you know, I, I love. This is where I really kind of tap into new music. This is where I want to listen to new music and get some new vibes. I hey, bet it. By the way, have you listened to the uh, uh, the new Rolling Stones album? I haven't. I haven't. Have you, Wanye? The Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones have a new album in 2024. Oh, Wanye, you, you like, you know, rarely do you disappoint me, but this oh, is Craig. That's the nicest thing. Like, <laughs> like I could have been, I could have had, I could have been attacked by sharks, and that wouldn't have been as disappointing as just hearing uh, you. Well, well, now hold on. I didn't say I don't like the Stones. I just didn't know I that didn't they had a new album. Well, you didn't know. I mean, I didn't say you didn't like them, but you not know them. Hackney Diamonds, it's unbelievable. It's an unbelievable album. These guys are still making it happen. It's not, anyway, I listened to that in the fall. I'm not, but I'm thinking about trying to go catch the Stones in California in July. Makes sense. Stonehead. 
fit right in. Fit right in. <laughs> and by the way, too, I want to make this clear. It, it has been reported now that Michael Bublé was not on mushrooms during the oh, yeah. uh, fantasy draft last night during the <laughs> NHL draft. Uh, he, yeah. He's made now. I mean, that's his word. I have no reason to uh, to doubt him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. It sounds to me like the lawyers have had 24 yeah. hours to work yeah. out a plausible story. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't out last Friday night either, so I'll use the same excuse. <laughs> so let's talk about a couple teams here. Specifically, let's start with the Kings. You know, I think it was two wins their last 16 games. Uh, the team was going the wrong direction, and Todd McClellan's the one who is paying the price for it. You know, was there many other options for for uh, the GM, Rob Blake, Greg? I don't think so, Jason. And, and you know, I think Todd McClellan's an excellent coach. I, I, I think that, that the, you know, up until this last little slide, I mean, they were a team that certainly had everything you would think uh, was a stamp that that would make you believe they're a Stanley Cup contender. When, when you flip-flop the years, when you, or the seasons, and, you know, the LA Kings are now where the Edmonton Oilers were early in the season, five, five, twelve, and one, you know, the slide. And then they made the coaching change. Right. I mean, they made it before five, twelve, and one. And it's not that Jay Woodcross isn't a good coach. Dave Madsen is a good coach. But you're looking at it and going, okay, we need, we need to do something. And you can't, you can't make trades for the most part. You can't change the, 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 the composition of your team. So this is what ends up happening. And, and, and you hope that the change can have a positive effect. And certainly, you know, I, I think the world of Todd McClellan, I think he's a top-notch coach. But I, I don't think that Rob Blake had, had any other choice. I mean, I guess he did have another choice. His choice was is to ride it out. But again, the GM and the coach are talking constantly, trying to find solutions to, to whatever problems exist. And I, I think Rob came to a point where he said, you know what, we need a different person trying to find solutions to our problems. Now, everyone's different, and I'm sure it's the same with NHL coaches. But how does, for the most coaches getting fired, I mean, you're hired knowing eventually this isn't going to last forever, you're going to be fired. But maybe walk us through what a Coach McClellan would go through in the first few days after being fired like this. Well, I, I think the first thing is, is as coaches, you're you're in such a rhythm. I mean, getting prepared, your video, what's the next game plan, what are you trying to do? And, and you're in that rhythm, practice, game day, you know, pregame state, you know, everything that goes with it, evaluating. And, and now it's like it's, there's a sudden stop in his life. It's a sudden stop. It, there, there, there's no more of that. And, and you're trying to, okay, now what? You wake up and, and you've been on this, you know, you're, I don't want to say an adrenaline rush, but, but the adrenaline is flowing through you and, the, you, you know, you're fired up and, and you're alive. And now after, after you don't have a job, you're like, okay, now what? You know, you, you're watching a game. What are you watching a game for? You don't have a, you don't have a next game. You're not getting prepared for your next opponent. I mean, Todd, Todd's a student of the game. Todd's going to pay attention to what's going on. And, and, and it wouldn't surprise me if teams phone Todd and ask him, uh, you know, for, for thoughts and, and maybe even hire him in some capacity to provide some insights. But, you know, it, it, it does. It comes to a sudden stop after you've been on this continuous role. And, and I, I think that's the hardest thing, Wanye, to for, for a coach that loses his job to now try to find that that. that that filler, that that thing that fills your your days, your hours, and and, and your thoughts, and, and and that is gone now for Todd until until his next job, and I do believe he'll have a next job. 
Talking with Greg Button here on the Jason Greger Show. My name is Jason Stryker. He's Wanye, uh, breaking down the world of uh, NHL. This is something that, you know, you hear it pop up every now and then, but the NHLPA's um, leader, Walsh, uh, spoke again about the Coyotes and, and their their plan there. And, and today he's you know expressing some frustration with a lack of a plan. And I, I kind of understand, like, you know, even if they find a piece of land today, it's not three years till it's built. So you're looking at five, six years in a would be a subpar, you know, junior arena in most communities. So, you know, is it, where where does the t- the league have to go with this? Is it time to maybe look at other options, Craig? Or how would you run this if you were in charge? Well, I think it. You, you know, the league, Gary Batman has has definitely uh, looked at trying to you know stabilize the franchise with a, with a stable facility, and and it just hasn't been able to to come to fruition. So. You know, that being said, I think Marty Walsh, you know, is is legitimate in saying, hey, listen, this is something that we have to address. And I, I, I think that Gary Bettman wants him to see it addressed, too, because it, it, it's not in the best interest of, of the league to, to just talk about what you just said. It's a fabulous college hockey arena. That's all it is. That's all it is. It's a, it's a fabulous college hockey arena. This is the NHL. This is the NHL. And you know, we, you know the, what the players expect and, and, and what the fans expect—it's not there in, in, in Arizona. So, to, to Marty's point, you know, if, if there's a concrete plan and it says, "Okay, here's what we got, here's how it's going to look," okay, now you can start to deal with, okay, how long will it take? Is it two years? Is it three years before we can get to to to, to, a, to a meaningful place with with a facility that's of NHL quality? And without a plan. You know, and promises of a plan, you know, don't work. So, you know, it's hard. You know, you have an owner that came in, bought the franchise, you know, invested money into it. It's hard for Gary Bettman to go and say, well, you know what, we're going to take the franchise away from you because you can't do that. And at the same time, you want to apply the appropriate amount of pressure on it. And certainly Gary doesn't want this to happen. Marty Walsh doesn't want to see this happen. To me, I think it becomes incumbent upon uh, the Arizona counties to provide a concrete plan in, 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 in ASAP fashion. And if that, isn't, if that can't happen, then what I would say is they have to look at relocation. I'll blow your mind here, Strutty. I went to look how long it took to build Rogers Place from when they broke ground to when they opened up. Yeah. Rogers Place started being built 10 years ago in March. March really? 2014. It opened in 2016. 10 years. That's crazy. So it's been open eight, what, eight years? Yeah. That's crazy. Now, think of how hard, how many machinations to get that thing underway, oh, right? And that crazy. was almost 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So how long before it opened? Well, like, what was it? Four what, years? Two, March 2014, it was started and it opened September 8th, 2016. So it took a little over two years. Yeah. They're moving. Oh, well. Well, yeah. I would say that in Arizona, with no winter, they could probably do it in, in exactly that time or less. Yeah, but our, our, our builders are. Hardcore. They, wow. they work in Come on, yeah, <laughs> exactly. They this got all, those, all the equipment uh, set to maximum speed. Yeah, that's let's be honest, Craig. We work year round over here, buddy. We're always out there. Hey, listen, we have all the. We, hey, listen, people are used to working in the cold, right? So, like, and when you work in the cold, you work you work really at a high standard and fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You want to get it done. You don't get paid by the hour. You get paid by the job, that's and you true. get it done sooner. Uh, Craig Button joins us here on the Jason Greger Show. Craig, the trade uh, that went down. Let I guess pick which one you want to go with, but. The, the most recent one was the Monaghan trade. My my concern is this: the foot speed for him and Adam Lowry. Not that they're not good players, but how much will that? 
perceived maybe speed or lack thereof in the middle maybe hurt the Jets when they get into the playoffs? Yeah, I'm not worried about Adam Lowry, and I think the way that Adam plays, Jason, you know, with the, the, like that works well. I mean, he's a, he's a hard, hard player to play against, and I think Kevin Shifley, uh, you know, booked any Shifley and Lowry booked any Monahan. I think it can work. The, the other part of this too is that you know, Nemestikov has settled in at center and done some really nice work there. You know, they played Velarde in the middle of the ice. And so I'm not so sure that you always have to lock Monaghan into that into that into that spot uh, between Lowry and and Shifley. You, you can put them in different areas. You, you could have them play down the lineup. You, you, you can swing it around. And uh, Sean's a, a good solid player, and I I agree with you. The foot speed isn't great, but you know for Rick Bonus to have more options and to have different options on the power play certain uh, scenarios where he can match up and say, hey, listen, we can gain a little bit of an advantage. Sean has offensive skill. It gives him a little bit more skill, gives him a little bit more depth. Sean's also a really good two-way player. So I, I, I don't think you have to lock him into that spot uh, between Lowry and Shifley because there's other players that can do it, but, but the options that Rick Bonus has, I, I, I think are positive. And, and again, I'll, I'll look at it this way as well. It also helps you, you know, when, with respect to, you know, you're trying to strengthen your team. You're trying to add more to strengthen your team. And I think that's what the Winnipeg Jets did. And I'm sure you're going to ask me about the uh, Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. And I, I think that's exactly what Elias Lindholm delivers there. A, a really, and, and Elias is a, is a better player than Sean Monaghan, in my view. Uh, can do more things in the game. And, and I think it takes some of the pressure off Elias Patterson and JT Miller. Because Lindholm can kill penalties. You know, Rick Tockett's had JT Miller, Elias Patterson kill penalties. Takes a little bit of the pressure off of them. Adds a little bit more uh, of an offensive bent behind those guys. And, and I think that helps the Vancouver Canucks. And the other thing I'll add to this, too, you know, the Montreal Canadiens have 23 picks in the next two drafts. Like, it's great to kind of pile up uh, uh, all these draft picks, but, but I compare it to this, Jason and Wanye. It's like, you know when you go to an event and you get drink tickets? And no. at the end of the night, you, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> and you get event tickets, and you're sitting there and you're going, I have all these event tickets here, and like, you either have to do one or two things, use them all, and, and, and maybe get to a state of inebriation that isn't positive for you, or, they, or, or they're not worth anything. 23 draft picks in the next two years is not a good place for the Montreal Canadiens to be unless they use those draft picks to start to acquire players. Yeah, and they've because, done that getting Doc and Alex Newhook, right? So I think that wouldn't that be the plan they'd probably take? Well, they, well, that better be because acquiring picks is not the way to go. You're not going to build your team. You'll be in a perpetual rebuild just getting draft picks. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Finally, what are your thoughts on uh, the NHL announcing their return to the Olympics? What do you think that's going to be for an impact on the game? The NHL was going to the Olympics in 2022. The COVID kicked in, and, and, and the rules in China prevented the NHL from going there. So, you know, I, only 2018 was the only year that we didn't go. And, and, and quite frankly, Donald Fear dropped the ball. He dropped the ball when the, when the CBA was negotiated in 2013 and didn't make it part of the, part of the uh, CBA. 2014 was already there. So, you know, when you, when, when, and I know I hear lots, you know, the players of, go blame your leader. Your leader dropped the ball. <laughs> That's who dropped the ball in 2018. And I don't blame the NHL for five consecutive cycles. They went to the Olympics, shut down their league, and, and they got very little, if, if anything, from the IOC. So I had no problem with the NHL not going there. 
22, 22 was canceled. You know, coming back to the Olympics, you know, in a best on best, I, I, I think it's fantastic. And I, I think it's something that everybody looks forward to. Everybody loves to see the best players. I also, you know, and, and the step in 2025 with the, with the uh, four teams that are going to play uh, next February, you know, that's a step in the right direction. I mean, we have the challenge of Russia and we have so many excellent Russian players in our league. You know, the Czechs are left out of it. The Swiss are left out of it. You know, so, you know, how, how do you deal with uh, how do you deal with that? But it's a step in the right direction. And I, I, I think that everybody looks forward to it. The other thing I like about that four nations is that it's only for NHL players. It's only going to be – it has to be – all the rosters have to be filled with NHL players. So that's a good thing, too. It's an NHL – NHL PA event, and I think that that's uh, really positive and, and, again, a step in the right direction. Craig, appreciate your time. Uh, make sure you apply a lot of sunscreen. We don't want you looking too golden brown when you resume your duties for TSN on TV. Yeah, well, you know, you got to be careful of that. You know, you don't want to. You don't want to have uh, sun damage. You know, yeah. I use the thirty block. I use the thirty block. <laughs> but I like the sun. <laughs> I love it. All right, Greg. Thanks a lot, buddy. Take See care. You later. Yeah. Have a great weekend. Thanks. So earlier we were talking about uh, Travis Kelly or Jason Kelsey drinking a shot out of a bowling ball. I yeah. Don't know if you know what he did. Oh. So I said, like, uh, this is the, the pudgy little fingers going in there. I don't want to drink it. Someone said, well, the alcohol, it, it kills the, whatever's in there. But I still, I just don't want to do it. Maybe it was a brown new one, I might do it. And if I was drunk, I probably would do it. Let's be honest. But anyways, this guy, Mel, texts in and says, on my slow pitch team, when one of our teammates would strike out, it meant you had to drink a beer out of your own cleat. <laughs> From Mal, if I had two strikes, I'd be leaning in and taking one every time. Right in the back, just hammer me. I, I don't want to imagine your greasy shoe. Maybe you're in there. It's a, it's a long day, a double header, as they say in baseball. And you're on that shoe for nine, ten hours, and you got to. The alcohol kill most of there. the germs. Oh. Remember Reds? Remember Reds here yeah. at the mall? We like to talk about every single place. Isn't it it's called ever, Eds now? I think it's Eds. A big change. Huge. <laughs> but I recall one time going there to play bowling and putting my finger into the bowling ball. And I don't know if oh. I, there was an oyster in it <clears throat> or what it was, but I was so grossed out I had to leave. Disgusting. I was like, I'm not doing this. I don't know what that was. Almost going to make me puke right now. It was awful. That's disgusting. I was on a date. Were you? And then I retired. How did the date go? Well, after that, you, it wouldn't go you again. You retired from bowling or retired Dating. from... Dating. dating. It just went so horrifically left. I was like, That's this it. isn't going to be for me. This literally isn't you. It's literally me. I'm out of here. I didn't even tell the gal. I said, just, I'll be right back. There was an oyster. <laughs> just ridiculous. Ridiculous. All right. Let's uh, pause here. When we come back, we're going to take a run at five questions with our man Connor live on the Jason Greger show on Sports 1440 and Oilers Nation YouTube and Facebook presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Welcome back. 446, the Jason Grego Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca live on Sports 1440 and Oilers Nation YouTube and Facebook. Thanks for checking us out. Wanye's here with me. Wanye, we're rolling through this, buddy. We're just killing it right now. That was a good segment with Button. He was good. Live yeah. from the beach. He's relaxed. Yeah, I would be mailing in like crazy. I'm like, what? Tom McCullen got fired? <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> Did you know that they make coconut margaritas at yeah. the Island Bar? Yeah. One of my favorite drinks when I go to Mexico is just, I don't know if you ever had it, just Sprite and tequila. Have you ever had that? No. What do they call it? Uh, Sprite and tequila. I don't know. How'd they so, come up with the name? I don't know. It was pretty crazy, but I, I remember we were there. I haven't been out for, for a little bit here, but, and I showed him like, buddy, I need something that's not too fruity. He's like, trust Sprite and tequila. I'm like, are you kidding me? He's like, buddy, it's amazing. And the rest of the week, it's all I drank. And I, I, I try to get my money's worth. You ever have a Bahama Mama? 
I feel like I have it's like What's a that? coconut slushy drink that some resorts make that have like the swim up bar and you just rock up and say, give that me a Bahama Mama good. and they give you two. That if you can drink good. enough Bahama Mamas to get Bahama Mamad, <laughs> as we called it, like you ever get intoxicated <laughs> off of slush drink? It's a very different experience because uh, you've got like a Slurpee hangover going yeah. while you're getting yeah the buzz Bahama Mamad. Slurpees are, we said, you know, we used to watch a movie and put a, some drink in the Slurpee. Power like, up. Rum, yeah. yeah. That was a lot of, a lot of liquid yeah you get to the bar and you were spent a lot of time like the billiard club we used to go there a lot of time in the bathroom peeing nothing else <laughs> all right we got a show to do here connor five questions you got it Elsa? it's time for five questions on the jason gregor show sorry strati just had to get yeah. us back on track i i don't blame you i was i was drowning you're like the Marines. Come save us from ourselves, yeah. Connor. I don't want to go on a rant about my favorite pop stars of the 2000s, but uh, we'll get into five questions, as always, brought to you by the Bricks. So, guys, the Olympics will have NHLers starting in 2026. How many Oilers on the roster today will be more, representing their country? I need more detail. Will Russians be involved in the Olympics then? Which Russian Oilers would be there? Don't ask. I'll ask the questions around here. Uh, yes. Okay. World peace is coming. Okay, that changes my answer. Uh, I would say Go on. One, two, three. You can name them. Four. Well, I'm just kind of going to you guys like, yeah, that sounds right. Do you guys not? <laughs> oh, I see. I, I'm going to say, I'll say five. So I'm going to go Connor, Leon, Zachary Hyman. You got to. Although that's a couple of years away. That's a long time. But those two, uh, Bouchard, Nurse. Mm. Yeah. Is that crazy? That sounds crazy. I feel like I'm one heavy. Is that five? Isn't it? That sounds right. That was five. Maybe Skinner. Oh, that's right. You never know what he'll build into. I'm taking Zach Hyman off, and I'm putting Skinner. Five. Okay. Sorry. Sorry to steal your answer. That's fine. (laughs) What are you doing, you old dog? Who do you got? Well, I'm just thinking Connor versus Leon. That just dawned on me. Like, regardless of how many Oilers go, what if it's Connor versus Leon in the finals? That won't happen. Germany? Well, you never know. You think they're going to make? Well, they have to make it first. They're not just automatically in. Guess, How does well, this work? Well, because you can get bumped down. Didn't they just get bumped down to the Summer Olympics? No, no, no. It's not <laughs> Summer Olympics. What are you talking about? If you get bumped out of the Winter Olympics ice hockey, you're not sent to the Summer Olympics. Well, there's like different levels. Like, there, isn't there like uh, the A, then B, then C, then you move down? Like, my friends in Hungary tell me all the time they're trying to move up. The Hungarians still big in Hungary, hey? Uh, the legends I, never die. Yeah, I mean, you start doing what I did yeah. there. Seven points in 13 games. <laughs> They'll never forget. People will talk. Yeah. <laughs> What's your answer, Connor? Similar to yours. Uh, I think it's like the Swiss and Latvia kind of battling to get in Germany as well. I wonder, two years, is Matthias Ekholm too old to represent Sweden? I don't know. Maybe, maybe probably. But he would have been my probably my fringe candidate there. Uh, question number two for you guys. Which team is winning the All-Star game this weekend? McDavid, Matthews, McKinnon, or the Hughes brothers? Well, I'm just going to go with McDavid because that's my boy. But I think we've all won, having seen the press conferences where Michael Bublé seemed <laughs> to be on mushrooms. We've all won the All-Star game. Yeah, I think that was a pretty incredible uh, statement for him to make, especially his fantasy team. And, like, it's it's a lot. There's a lot to die. And I'm a big fan of Michael Bublé. I don't think he was faking. No, I don't think so either. No, I think he I was th- telling us the truth. Today, yeah. the lawyers have gotten yeah. in charge and all the uh, multinational yeah. corporations had their say. That uh, might have been the only honest moment in an All-Star game presser's history. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to watch the game at all. I actually, I've, I've already recorded or p- pre-planned to record the 
skills competition, but I'm not watching the game, guys. It doesn't do anything for me. So go ahead. I don't really care. I was going to say, can I ask a real question of a former NHL player, still legend in Hungary? Do players even want to play in the All-Star game? I think you... (sighs) I would have tried to play to one. Like, one would have been amazing. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. But if it's like your ninth one or tenth one, like if you have to go and would you you're rather that have good. a break, yeah, I think you'd rather your answer. I think you'd rather have a break. I, that's just my answer. Like it, one would be incredible. Like I would love to go there, bring my family, my friends. You know, I've I was probably close a couple of years there, but uh, you know, so <laughs> you shouldn't be laughing that hard. Okay, you're probably watching TikTok or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah unrelated. Just bad timing, yeah. eh, Brandon? Your old dog, cats hey, driving what cars. You, what do you think? Oh, I don't care. McKinnon. Let's say McKinnon. Which one's uh, Buble is with who? Hughes. 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 Can't, not drugs, Who's no kids. That's McCray. not going to help you. Who's Tate, got Tate McRae? McKinnon? I think that's, I like, uh-huh. I like her song. You had me first. She's from Calgary? You hit me first. Or yeah. I hate you first. Great singer. <laughs> I, I like her. Great singer. I'd never kiss a Calgary girl, Stretty. Never. No. I don't care if she's a pop princess of earth. Really? Never. Oh, jeez. She's been drinking you. Calgary tap water all her life. She probably scrambled her eggs. No deal. No deal. <laughs> jeez. No way. Out. That's, that's a lot of the problems no we're deal. excluding. <laughs> Out. Okay, fair point. <laughs> Out. Question three. What did you make of the return for Sean Monaghan? And uh, let's just throw it in there. Who do you think won the deal? It's a great deal for the, the Montreal. I think that they, they for taking Monaghan, they got a first rounder. For taking them away or for sending them away, they got a first and a, what probably would be a fourth uh, incredible, incredible return for him. And I, I like the Jets. I am worried about his foot speed. I, I really am. I, I just, I see them having to play the Colorado Avalanche in, in the, uh, to get through their division. I think that's a tough one. Tough, tough way to go. He's a pending UFA. So I think to get anything for him, let alone a first round pick's an excellent play. I'm with you. Okay, guys. Question number four. When you look at all the all-star skills competitions, we're talking every sport. What is your favorite when it comes to entertainment value? 
Michael Bublé mushroom presser. <laughs> that is my favorite all-star event. That was entertaining for all. And him telling about his fantasy league where he's sixth place or whatever, fifth place. Despite having first pick overall. Yeah. Unbelievable. And that is, how do you do that? I, I wonder know. he took first overall. Probably Connor. Wow. You which would have been a tough pick this year. Uh, dunk contest for me. But that's, that's not that original, so I'll just stand aside. Conrad? Home run derby for me. Did I ever tell you how I predicted that Vlad Jr. would win it in Vegas? No, I, you never told me that. But and I never heard that. When did you predict it? Where was I? I was at the uh, sports book in Bellagio. Oh, you bet on it? Yeah. Oh. But the guy put it in wrong and said uh, Vlad to win the first round. So I didn't even win. Really? What did the return have been on that? Oh, like 25 bucks or something. 25 bucks? American. Well, how much did you bet? Like a quarter? Like 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so let me get this straight. If you pick one, because how many people are in, the, in, the, in, that, in that home run derby? 10? Eight, maybe. Eight. So you bet eight guys, you get, that's the only return you get? Yeah, well, it's, not, it. it's not a big payday. No, yeah. I thought you were going to tell me you were going to win. You know like what happens to some people in Vegas, Stratty? Like, lives are ruined. You just got to be responsible yeah. there. So you go to Vegas and bet a quarter on all your favorite outcomes? <laughs> yeah. Prudent today, reasonable tomorrow. That's all I. Anyone want to split this? And I split do this bet? 200 bets across the sporting landscape. Jeez. Final question for you guys. Hypothetical Friday. If you could pick one human to become immortal, who would you pick? Can't pick yourself. Queen Elizabeth. Okay. Was you it too late? The queen too. It's I, too late. I like the queen. She too. was great. I know. I Continuity. I know. I don't know. I like. I got to think. For, I don't know. My grandma used to have the plates. Her, Me too. We uh, had a on the front of the stove. There was yeah. a Prince Charles wedding towel. Yeah. We weren't allowed to touch. Really, we could clean our hands on the other towel, but not on the wedding really? towel. So it just never moved. No, nope. just sat there. It was a testament yeah. to marriage. I know there's gonna be a lot of people gonna be some pushback. I, I loved it. I loved the Queen too. If one person I could, yeah, so they have to be alive right now. So I have to choose someone oh. to live forever. Yeah. Oof, do they crazy. age or do they stay at their current age forever? Uh, well, they're immortal, so I think they just stay at the current age. Because, like, if you don't, you don't want to pick Queen Elizabeth at the end of her life. Like, you don't want her to yeah. stay at 94 years old no, for another thousand years. That's yeah. not very nice. Did you watch that show, The The Crown? Well, you got to watch The Crown. Excellent. I loved it. Great. Um, that's a tough one. Who would I want? That's that's a pretty hard, because, uh, you know, everyone everyone has a peak, right? We Like, I think Taylor Swift, we can all agree, is probably at her peak Taylor Swift right now. I would have said Stephen Hawking, but is that fair? Because you want to. Is exactly it. Yeah, you don't want to say, Jesus, maybe Stephen. Imagine what he could change, though. He could figure out all sorts of stuff. If you had a thousand years to be a physicist. Yeah. Well, it's too late. He's been dead for five years almost. You know the arena was 10 years ago they started building it, Connor. You'd be amazed how fast things happen. I know. Stephen Hawking passed five years ago, and the arena's 10 years old. Did you build the rink? Why do you keep bringing it up? It's just (laughs) impressive to me how fast time goes. Like, What else have you done about you want to do show the driveway? There's been a weird lull of life here. (laughs) Just really get into it. Yeah. I don't really have a good answer. I feel like I should. I don't know. I, I, I should probably say one of my kids, but oh, good how, call. How do, I, how do I pick one of them? Yeah. Maybe I should say my <laughs> wife, but how could she live without me? For a long time, too. Maybe, Maybe you should was, say yourself. <laughs> no, I, can't I say yourself. Can't say. I, don't, I don't know if I'd want that. Everyone I'd love would die. I think that'd be hard. Well, you'd meet new people. Keep having new families. So you like lose a toe, and now you don't have a toe for the next 5,000 years? Like, it's tough. Attractive. It's tough. I could live for 1,000 years. I never think Travis Kelsey's attractive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Co Sanders missing a toe next thousand years. He's right. only got three toes on one foot. That's not fair. Uh, by then, they'll probably have a way of regenerating the toes. So he's immortal and his toes grow back? Yeah, well, that's Whew. the goal. What a five questions this was, Connor. I'm sorry I don't have an answer. Sorry, I don't. do you have an answer, Connor? No, I don't, uh, I don't think anyone no, should live forever. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, Martin Scorsese. He could just keep making movies for people for the rest of time. But don't you think he'd get bored? No. Like, I've taken up recently knitting. And that's a new skill I'm trying to to bring out of myself. So I, if I was, a, like, this is my thousandth year on the planet, would I still want to knit? Probably not. How did, how did this come to be? That's a long story, but I just... We've got time. We're on the air. I've been knitting up a storm. <sighs> not to brag, but I'm, I can do about three, four rows in about 20 minutes. What do you produce? Well, I'm trying to make a scarf, but it'll be ready for 20, probably for the, the Olympics in 2030. <laughs> <laughs> Slow progress, man. Slow progress. Or it'll be a very sor- a small scarf. <laughs> More like a bow tie. You'll have to be immortal to finish the scarf off. <laughs> I, I will. I might need to have, I might have to put myself on that list. All right. Let's take a pause here. When we come back, we got lots to come, including a visit from Mark Spector, who he'd probably say himself, he'd want to live forever, Spec. Living in his little beach house out there by the lake. Just loving it. Let's get to a sports update brought to you by Lakesy Heating and Cooling. Home of no payments, no interest for one year on your furnace. Have a warm winter. Go to lakesyheating.ca. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 